The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I'm going to talk about a topic that I think is a little bit heavier than the stuff that we usually talk about on the show but hopefully we'll give some people some peace and some inspiration. So today's topic is that human experience of loneliness and why it can sometimes be so hard for us human beings to feel like we are alone. And that feeling of loneliness, I think, has been something that's been with me on and off throughout my lifetime. And I see it with many of my clients as well. I was thinking back in the pandemic, right, where I had clients that were often having one of two kinds of experiences. One, they were stuck at home with a lot of other people and feeling sort of potentially overwhelmed by the energies of all the people that they were quote unquote trapped at home with. But I also had a big group of clients that were living alone. And so during the height of lockdown for many of them, it was really about, you know, getting through the sense of isolation because If you are supposed to stay in the pod with the people that you live with, of course, if you live alone, that makes your pod only have one person. So I think that this is a theme, you know, within the last couple of years, it's been activated for a lot of people, but I also think it's sort of a basic life theme. And one of my favorite songs uh, of the last couple of years is a song by Trampled by Turtles. So you can, you can look them up if, if that speaks to you. And the song is called Alone. And the chorus goes something like, you know, you come into this world alone, you go out of the world alone, and then it's a love song. So in between you and me, oh. So, and I hope I got that right. If I didn't, I'm sure somebody will send me an email and let me know. But anyway, it, it really does speak to that basic human experience that we do come into the world alone. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be. On the highest sense in spirit form, we're all one thing. And we 
as we're not in the human container, I think we feel that connection a little bit more to everything else. And those of us who have had spiritual awakenings or spiritual experiences also, many people report back that they really feel intuit, sense the interconnectedness between all things. But I think for many of us, this human experience can feel very isolating because we forget that we're connected with everything. And then we also incarnate into a world where you know there are other beings and there are social expectations and requirements. And so the experience of life can even further augment or, or strengthen that initial feeling of aloneness of loneliness, of being, you know, one onto oneself. Does that make sense? So I guess what I'm saying is loneliness is, is first of all part of, for some, if not, you know, many of us, part of the human existential experience, right? Recognizing that here on earth, you're an individuated being, meaning you're kind of walking your path and your journey alone. And you may have other beings join you on this journey and you may have interactions with other human beings, but there's a sense of aloneness here on earth that maybe we don't experience in other realms and in other iterations of our own unique spiritual essence. And I hope I got that right because that was a little bit hard to explain in words. And again, the guides say many of us have had experiences throughout our lives, through childhood, like we're working on this theme of individuation by having experiences of feeling alone and lonely and isolated in our human experience. So in the storyline of your life, you may also identify at times with being lonely or alone. And they say for some, that sense of aloneness can be so potent and powerful. It can be a life theme around how do I deal with being by myself? For others of us, it can come and go throughout the lifespan. And some of you, it might not be a theme at all. But what's important to recognize the guides say, if you're dealing with this feeling right now, you're exactly where you need to be. And it's one of those sort of universal human themes that we all got to deal with at some point. I love that. I find that personally very reassuring. The guides also say that one of the reasons why we have this experience of aloneness, right? For the same reason we choose to individuate and then have this lifetime as an individuated soul or entity as opposed to just going with the flow of all that is, is that we're on a quest to rediscover, right? Our own essence and our own interconnectedness, right? So loneliness gives you an opportunity to do that. It gives you an opportunity to recognize that we're all connected. It gives you an opportunity to recognize too and to fall into the integrity of your own individuality and to love that while also recognizing that we're all one. Wow. Thanks, guides. That is really cool. So that experience of loneliness for many of us serves a really big purpose. The guides say for many too, that feeling of lonely goes along with this feeling of being forsaken, right? Not only am I alone on this journey, but I'm abandoned. Nobody cares for me. No one loves me. No one sees things from my perspective. Maybe even if you go out far enough, everyone's against me. But it's this feeling of being lost, of being left alone, of being disconnected from others. And again, I believe that's a metaphor for those of us that get lost in the human experience and forget that we always have guidance, we always have support, and we always have loving beings around us, even when it doesn't feel that way or appear that way on the surface of life. So the guides say, if you have that sense of being forsaken, 
fear not. It's natural and normal, but it isn't the truth. And when the human realm, they say, fails you and your human relationships and all of those things do not live up to your expectations, again, fear not because you can know and fall back upon this interconnectedness, this knowing that we are all one, we are all love, we are all loved, and that we all can draw in the support that we need to survive and thrive in this human form. And the guides say, when you feel lonely, look inside. Look to the part of you that's hurting and give her or him some love, care, and attention. Because many of us, this feeling of loneliness comes from times early on in our childhoods or throughout life where for whatever reason, we were looking for perfect love, perfect support. We were looking to see that in the eyes of our caregivers or the eyes of the world, and the world fell short. And again, not the world's fault. The human world is not the same as where we come from. But in those moments when we look for that beautiful divine love in those around us, and don't see it reflected back to us, we can feel very alone. But you, my friend, have the power to restore that. So if you find yourself feeling alone, and you find yourself feeling forsaken, tune in for a minute and see if you can't give yourself the love that you are craving now. Remember, too, that our world, our experience in the outside world, is always a perfect mirror for what's going on inside. And so the more we can lean into the experience, whatever it is in the outside world, and find peace there, and find peace with ourselves, the more we can begin to manifest in the outside world that which we seek, more harmony, more growth, more connection, more love, right? Because it always works that way. This does not mean that it is your fault if you're feeling lonely right now, or disconnected, or if you haven't manifested the relationship that you want or the friends that you want. No, 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 because life is working perfect for you right now, perfectly. This is how it's supposed to be. But when the outside world does not fulfill our inside needs, that's when we get to show up for ourselves and start to flip that script and give ourselves what we need. So if you're feeling lonely today, spend some time with yourself, love yourself, Be there for yourself. It doesn't mean that no one else will ever be there for you. No, not at all. But it does mean that you have the power within yourself now to soothe where it hurts. Another great trick or tip when you're feeling lost in those feelings of loneliness is to tune into the times, the experiences, no matter how small, where you felt loved and supported. And again, we don't do this as a band-aid or whitewash over a rotting fence, right? It's okay to have all of your feelings at once and you don't have to say everything's fine when it's not. However, when we shift our attention to things and experiences in our life where we did feel loved and we did feel supported and we did feel like we had a tribe, those things will help us recreate them again, right? where your attention goes, the energy flows. And also beyond that, it retrains our mind. It retrains our energy to start to feel what we want to feel now, right? And bring some more of what we want to experience into the mix. Got it? Yeah, it really helps. 
So think about times when you did feel loved or did feel cared for or did feel connected and use that as a building block to bring in more of that. The guides also say, feel free to use your imagination. Maybe perhaps you say, I've never felt connected. I've never had friends. I've never felt loved. I hope that's not the case, but if it is, I'm sending you a lot of love and a big old hug. But if you're in that state and you're feeling that way, or even if you're not, you can imagine. Spend some time imagining life the way that you want it to be. Imagine yourself connected. Imagine yourself in a wonderful, loving relationship. Not from a place of trying to force it, but of a place of, as if you're watching a movie. And you're watching that movie because watching that movie puts you into that world and puts you into that reality and brings you joy. It's a feel-good movie that you're creating in your own mind. And the good news is, is that Your brain doesn't know the difference between the reality you create in this little movie and the reality that's happening out there. So you're going to enjoy that experience. You're going to live that experience right now simply by imagining it. And the way the world works too is the more we imagine and experience what we want, the more we build up momentum to bring that into our life and to shift our energy so that the things that we can imagine, the best things that we can imagine can flow back into our direction. So I really invite you to try this exercise. And by the way, it's written on this episode for loneliness, but you can use it for anything. Imagine yourself creating the movie of your dreams. And again, don't force it. Go into the pain or whatever the longing. Longing is a really good word, right? Feel into the longing and ask it, What would soothe you right now? What are you craving? What would you like? What would heal this, soothe this, bring it to resolution, right? And do this with your soul, not with your mind, with your intuition. Let it come to you. Don't try to figure it out. Perhaps it's a loving relationship with a caregiver. Perhaps it's sitting on the beach with a group of friends laughing and having a grand old time. Perhaps it's romantic partnership. You don't have to even think about the details. Just let the image come to you. And then as the image comes to you, you can feed it like you're creating a beautiful scene. Feed it with love, feed it with light, feed it with joy, and then let it feed you back. And it will. Sometimes when we do these exercises, the mind comes in and and tries to mess things up and say that's not possible or you know, what are you doing, you silly person? This isn't going to work. That's okay. Let the mind do its thing. Don't force it. Don't fight it. Even a moment spent marinating in what you'd like to see and feeding yourself with the beautiful imagination of what your heart desires is enough. And as you practice this exercise more and more, you'll get really good at it. So that fantasy world will be an amazing way to soothe yourself. I'm thinking back of a television show that I just finished watching and it's so funny. It's Anne with an E and it's based on the Anne with Green Gables books. And um, I never read the books, but I enjoyed at least the beginning of the series. For me, it was a little drama-y and it stressed me out. I like feel good even in my TV watching. But anyway, the character Anne, and maybe some of you have read the books and this will really resonate She's an orphan. She's had a really rough time, a really rough life. And the way that she survives is creating these beautiful, beautiful stories in her mind. And that's her escape and that's her place. And eventually the stories of being loved and being special and being valued that she's created and have sustained her through this very difficult childhood merge with her life. And she starts to attract into her life a loving family, 
a loving husband, a good group of friends that really value her as she is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the world starts to finally see and experience her magic. And she, in turn, experiences more the magic of the world or experiences her magic back as it's reflected out into the world. Because that's really how it works. So if you like, take this, my lonely friends, and you can also, like Anne with an E, recreate your own reality through your imagination. It doesn't mean, of course, that what's real is not happening, because on some level it's happening too, but it does mean what a great respite for you to start to shift and change your reality. So the guides say we all go through periods of loneliness in our lives, especially those of us where that theme has been one that's been especially activated. And we all have life themes that are more or less activated through us on and off throughout our lives. That's sort of how we plan them. So if the theme for loneliness is activated for you right now, remember that for most of us, this is not a perpetual life state. It's a moment. It ain't going to last forever. And we don't have to be afraid of our feelings, of our sensations, of our emotions, or even this human experience. You know, sometimes we can feel trapped in the mind and trapped in that pain. And so if you find yourself there, I want you to know you're safe, you're loved, you're supported, and you're connected. So the last thing I think I should probably talk about on this topic of loneliness, and one thing that has helped so much for me is this idea of spirit guides and your spiritual support team. And I have a couple other episodes on this, so feel free to scroll back to other episodes if you're not familiar with spirit guides. But I'm guessing if you've been following me this long, you know they're a thing and you know basically what they do. So our spirit guides are entities in non-human form that are around to support and protect us on our human journey. Because they're not in human form, they're not limited by all of the human baggage and confusion, or at least not so much. And many of them are expertly tasked to support us on this human voyage. All right? So for me, when I recognized I had spirit guides, it was a total game changer. Because as a child, I was always very, very lonely. And loneliness has been a theme on and off throughout my life, even when I was connected, right? And when I realized that I had spirit guides and I realized that I had had the spiritual support team with me my entire life, it really took some of the bite off of that existential aloneness. Our spirit guides too are really awesome because despite what you think, you can't make them mad. They won't blow you off, right? They have none of the encumbrances of human relationships. So if you find yourself out there in a difficult human relationship that might be triggering a sense of loneliness or a sense of disconnection, sometimes knowing you have spirit guides can really help you have sort of a little bit of a pillow to lie back on, right? As you navigate these, you know, more difficult interpersonal relationships. So your guides, those of you listening would like you to know that they're a hundred percent there for you, that you can talk to them at any time, that it doesn't matter if you think that you can hear them back or not, you're hearing them just fine as long as they're saying, you're hearing them say kind things, because I have not known any good spirit guides to ever be unkind. And if you start to tune into the world of fairies and spirit guides and deceased loved ones, whatever kinds of entity ideas, spirit ideas that give you joy, 
and start to tune into that and invite them in and recognize that they're there for you, you will see signs everywhere that you're supported. I promise. And yes, sometimes we have our hands over our eyes and we are so locked in our pain that we refuse to believe that they're here. And in those moments, that's okay. Just tell yourself somewhere in the back of your mind that even if I can't see it, I'm always loved, I'm always guided, and I'm always supported. And that, at my core, even lost wherever I am in this human experience, I am never, ever, truly, and completely alone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.